0: Hi, thank you for listening to Black to School. If this is your first time joining us, my name is Cindy McFarlane and I'm your host. This episode is with Morgan, and we are talking about the University of Connecticut. We focus a lot on racial health disparities. Racial health disparities are a reality in the American healthcare system, and Morgan and I are both interested in resolving these disparities as parts of our future careers. I want to work in public health, and Morgan is pre-med, so our conversation this episode surrounds our career aspirations and how our on-campus experiences reaffirms and challenges them. We also talk a great deal about Black mental health. 2022 study revealed the pandemic had an overwhelmingly negative impact on the mental health of Black college students. So not including racial stressors on campus, academics, social pressures, and the constant stress associated with being a pre-professional as an undergrad, the pandemic did a lot to harm Black mental health. Keep listening as Morgan and I discuss University of Connecticut and her experience as a Black out-of-state pre-med student. Welcome Black to School. My name is Cindy McFarland and I am your host. We are hosted by the University of Connecticut. This episode we are talking about the University of Connecticut. We are joined today with Morgan Tutt. Morgan, would you like to introduce yourself, name, major, on-campus involvement?
1: Yeah. Hi, I'm Morgan. Yeah, so my major is sociology and I'm on the pre-med track. Um, I'm minoring in molecular and cell biology and I'm in the honors program here. Um, outside of academics i do research um in the psych department um i work at the chemistry department here and uh, i'm in a a pre-professional frat here and yeah i think think that's
0: she can't remember everything she's just so involved no i get it i'm not that person but i get it
1: no i think getting i think getting involved with stuff on campus like really helped me when i was starting especially like last year in the first semester because that's when i joined uh the pre-professional Friday minutes it's for um it's like a co-ed fraternity for pre-health students so like pre-med pre-pa nursing and it like includes a lot of people
0: just building that type of network that community where you guys all align aspirationally
1: yeah and also having somebody to kind of just like rush with me like me and, like, a friend here, Jemiah, we, like, were becoming friends at that time, and, like, having, being able to rush with her, and, like, we're already going through, like, some of the similar, some similar experiences, like, I just felt like we got closer of that, and, like, also, it allowed me to, like, kind of, I felt closer to, like, the people that I was joining the frat with as well.
0: Yeah, okay, more on that in a minute, okay. but why initially did you choose to apply to the university of connecticut stores campus
1: <laughs> honestly when i applied i was just like okay looks looks <laughs> all right it's just like was like a target school you know, I definitely, like, did not see... Like, being completely honest, like, this was not, like... This was, like... I, like was on your time. radar. Yeah. Like, I knew it was a good school, and, like, I wouldn't... I didn't think I'd be upset going here because I wouldn't have applied. But, you know, it definitely wasn't the school that I thought I would end up at. And it's
0: just... You end up making a lot of decisions during the college application process. You did not see yourself making and considering new factors every day into can I live here can I learn here will I be able to fit into this environment yeah and that was definitely
1: like a big part of my process was just like like how I would feel as a black woman here I mean the academics like I mean that is just kind of like a baseline like what you expect from a college but like just that kind of like social aspect and like I knew that just from when I visited with other colleges like how I felt just like walking around on campus like with my family you know all like darker toned black people I just felt like Yukon, like I felt welcome like I made friends like on the visit here not so friends with them now which isn't important But
0: in that moment you felt like you could have been friends with them yeah
1: and like the only thing that literally like that I don't love about Yukon is just the location just like coming from like you know I wouldn't say that I grew I wouldn't I grew up in the suburbs but it's like I mean I kind of always had everything around so like being isolated it's been a good and a bad thing mm-hmm. like I don't I think I'm proud I'm like proud of the choice that I made and like I just don't see, like, how it could have worked out any different. Mm -hmm. Like, I wouldn't have wanted to be... I'm already, what, like, six hours by drive away? Like, I was... Other schools I was considering would have either been even further or, um, you know, just, like, not... I don't know, just, like... I just feel like Connecticut is, like, where I needed to be, at least for some point in my life. Yeah.
0: And it's just amazing that... I don't know if you want to get into what your college application process was like, but it's just amazing that even in the face of rejection and a lot of different types of acceptances mm-hmm. because you were between this and wake force which is a completely different type of school yeah, and private school in kind of. you miami kind of like all three different locations and different problems to encounter there with weather and getting their location family nearby mm-hmm. do you who who are the type of people attending that school mm-hmm. and just like finding yourself in that because we were We were applying to Ivy League schools or, like, top institutions, and we got into some of them, but we would have been the the poor students there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, oh, we're gonna go here for spring break. Yeah, I'm going home.
1: Yeah, like... And definitely, I feel like even here, like, I mean, even there, like, I have Mm -hmm. some friends that, like, have different financial circumstances that I guess are, like, better, quote-unquote, than mine, Mm -hmm. but, like, and it just seeing, like, and, you know, like, still, like, appreciating them and, like, caring about them, but just, like, being, like, damn, like, we did not have the same childhood, like. No. I do not have that, like, I'm grateful for, for, like, what my parents would give me, and I know that I'm not, like, you know, like, down bad. Mm -hmm. but still it's just like it's
0: it's difficult to adjust to and we both work in addition to being involved on campus and feeling like I have to work to feel comfortable at school and being able to pay and like treat myself in certain ways paid to visit you today Mm -hmm. and this entire weekend I've been paying for myself here like I didn't ask for help from my parents to do this and so it's just growing up in that aspect and how your environment has influenced that
1: yeah and it's like for me like working because like you know my parents do like would support me and like do like help out if i ask yeah if i ask and when they can but it's like i also just didn't want to feel so like dependent on my parents if i don't have to i'm like i'm not about to just like leave college only have like barely having worked ever and then i'm going to medical school like when am when does the working start really So, I mean, I just also love the idea of having my own money. And it's just, like, another way to get involved on campus. I mean. And meet new people. Exactly. But, like, back to what you were saying about, like, working, it just adds, like, a completely different layer. And, like, with me, like, being hard on myself a lot of time, which I'm sure we'll get into a little bit. But, like, with me being so hard on myself, it's like, okay, go to class, go to work whatever like other stuff i have to do and then like come back and do work and like if i still want to go to the gym and stuff it's just like trying to realize that there are 24 hours in a day and like i can't do everything and trying not to like beat myself up about the fact like i can't do everything every day
0: And just wanting to take advantage of so many opportunities because you're in a new environment and there's nothing stopping you from doing so. It's like, okay, what if I just apply for this and see what happens? Like, I could find something I really enjoy and meet someone I really needed in my life, but knowing that it's going to make my life harder trying to fit everything into the already busy days that i have between school and studying and work and being a part of the very few clubs i'm already in (laughs) yeah it definitely
1: it definitely can get overwhelming and like there are definitely days that i'm like yeah i took on too much but then it's also like it's not gonna be like this every semester like i know now like this would probably be like my busiest semester i would say thus far like i like i have something like every day of the week even Fridays sometimes so it's like You know i can get busy and so it's like when i do take advantage of that downtime and like i'm not studying or something like i feel guilty sometimes and like i should be doing work
0: just taking care of yourself in general is hard because i could be studying right now and i could really i can learn something that really i need for the test because why not but it's also take some time for yourself my mind has just been learning and learning and doing work and just trying to do everything and build a life for myself before I actually have to and find spaces where I feel okay but also decompress learn how to take a load off yeah that's that's still a work in progress for
1: me so um still trying to learn how to do that like I feel
0: like that's what I talk about all the time like I was busy during high school and knowing that I'm not that person anymore and that I don't have to be doing everything that I see or I'm just a little bit interested in is nice because I actually do have time to take a nap in the middle of the day or I can decide like oh like me being this week is like oh I need to do work so I'm not doing it at UConn But taking a nap instead because I missed out on sleep. Yeah.
1: Like, I feel like I've kind of been learning, like, more how to be, like, okay, like, no. I'm going to take some time for myself. Like, I mean, I definitely don't (laughs) always do that. But, like, when it's needed, it's needed. And it's, like, the longer that I ignore it, it's, like, it's just going to get worse and I'm going to be miserable.
0: And in social situations, being invited out and saying no because you just need some time for yourself is learning how to take care of yourself
1: yeah and especially in college and like at least for me like living with your friends like I definitely have friends that get it and like they value their own time they're different other friends where they're like they want to do everything together it's like not that I don't want to spend time with you but
0: I mean like I'm busy and mentally I just need this moment to not yeah. be on
1: yeah like I mean we had like a situation last semester where like a friend just like kind of felt like Like, despite the fact that we all had like, busy schedules and, like, we're getting involved in more things, like, she was just, like, taking it personally, like, Mm -hmm. that we didn't want to be around her, and it's not that.
0: Okay, continuing, how was your freshman year? Moving in to your first finals week to navigating going home for holidays Mm -hmm. as a, a child of divorce, too. Okay,
1: so moving in, I think, like, my parents and my family supported me a lot like I wouldn't have been able to do that without them like you just (laughs) said before this but I wouldn't have been able to do it without them and just like the fact that they really said like this is for you like this is your choice to like whatever you want like we'll do our best to like accommodate you
0: understanding that this experience is going to be so big that they are just kind of taking a back seat and allowing you to figure things out on your own while also being a sounding board who's frequently in contact with you like they know what's going on they know if you're sick but it's not an overwhelming thing where it's like my parents are on my ass this week about my finals and they're just wrapped up in your college experience too like you're having your experience with the support of your parents
1: yeah like i mean i definitely would say that i'm an independent person like my parents like never really had to like tell me about like school things and stuff and, like, sometimes, like, my mom would be, like, oh, like, even now, like, my mom would be, like, oh, like, you're moving out day, blah, 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 like, little stuff like that, but, like, stuff that concerns them, like, grades and stuff that I'll, like, tell them if I have an exam, but, like, otherwise, they're not gonna, like, be, like, oh, how are your grades looking? Just, like, what were your grades at the end of the semester? Same. And, um, okay, so you said moving in to, okay, so overall like my freshman year i would say like i had a good college freshman year but (laughs) my mental health was like in the gutter like it definitely like got worse um like spring of last year
0: i also want to say it kind of started spring of senior year yeah just not even no like having so many like hopes and dreams and envisioning this college life so many expectations for what it was going to be and just knowing that in that moment like nothing's probably going to live up to how i lived it in my head already just even with like the initial choosing of umd for me and yukon for you like we didn't think we would actually go to those schools we applied to no I didn't think I would go here. (laughs) Like, I
1: kind (laughs) of... And making
0: the best of that situation because you just need an education regardless. Like, no one cares what brand label you have on it, but... Exactly. Yeah, I mean,
1: I don't know. I just... Like, I never, like, felt disappointed about my choice. And even, like, after... But when I did get here, like, it wasn't, like, what I expected at all. I mean, I initially expected, oh, I'm just gonna, like, everybody that I talk to, I'm gonna be friends with. (laughs) Well, like, everybody that I, like, make an effort Mm -hmm. with, I'm gonna be friends with. And, like, you know, I'm gonna make friends easily like I've never had a problem making friends in the past and it's like yeah I met a lot of people and I talked to a lot of people but like formulating like a friend group of people that I cared about took longer than like I thought it would
0: and just freshman year in general like those aren't your forever friends necessarily you can meet new people and become closer with new people your junior year compared to your freshman year friends because of longevity like oh we stuck it out in the beginning so we had to stuck it out the entire time together no you don't like you can cut off people or say this isn't where i want this isn't what i'm doing right now anymore and establishing those boundaries of we're friends still but i need time for myself or i'm just not doing too hot at the moment it's okay, and I feel like also, we're just a really close friend group at home, and it's like these people that you feel like are close to your siblings, you're all supposed to meet people like that in college, and those girls are going to be your bridesmaids, or these are your forever friends, like you don't forget the friends you made in college, which is true, but it's just not going to happen overnight.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely ha- feel like here I have like, kind of like solid like a solid core of people that like i'm like okay like they're gonna be in my life forever
0: but you didn't notice that when you first met them
1: no like i didn't feel it right away i mean i feel like there was probably like some specific moment like last year or sometime where i realized like oh like yeah they're gonna be here for they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna be here for a while like i don't think i could pinpoint it now but it's just like you can kind of just tell with some people that like okay like i don't know what could break us up like what could stop us from being friends
0: because you're just such an adult to the point where if you have an issue communicate it and we can resolve it it's never that deep unless it is but thus far you're choosing good people to be friends with it's never going to be that deep because i know anything you do isn't with malicious intent for
1: the most part yeah.
0: yeah freshman year do you want to talk more on your mental health or was that just the gist of it oh yeah i can talk
1: more about it i mean i guess like
0: How did UConn itself contribute and resolve the problem in a way?
1: So, like, I mean, I started therapy first when I got here, and like the therapist I had for like the most of the school year last year, like she was cool but like she was also like a white lady and like an older white lady at that did her best to make me feel seen she couldn't like get it like i have to explain some things to her
0: rather than just saying it in layman's terms and having it felt on an individual level
1: yeah and it's like whereas my therapist now like she can relate to some of the experiences that i've had that she's had she's now like a she's a person of color and a woman so it's like she gets like the similar experience that similar experiences that I have that I'm going through currently she's like I've been where you are and like just like knowing that like it doesn't end there like it's not gonna always stay like this but yeah I would say that my mental health got like to the lowest point like while I was at Yukon in the spring like in the fall like I like I was going to therapy and like it was you know what it was But then, like, I got on medications, yeah. I got on Lexapro, and, like, that was starting to help, but it's, like, also, like, that process was, like, trying to, like, figure out, like, what dosage worked for me. Like, do I feel good with this medication? Do I not feel good with this? Trying to, like, think about all that stuff and, like, take care of myself.
0: In addition Uh, to academics.
1: Yeah, (laughs) and it's just, like, like, the medication thing, like, just got put off for so long because I'm just, like, yeah, I don't really want to deal with that. And, like, I feel like my mental health kind of was, like, that, like, fall, like, freshman year. And it's also, like, oh, do I feel like this, like, because, like, there's something that needs to be help? Like, I need help? Or is it just, like, is this part of, like, you know, just being, like, a college student and a freshman at that? And, like, being out of state at that also is just, like, you know, like, I came here and it's, like, nobody from my high school is here. I knew nobody here any person i knew my roommate you know but i still met her over the summer so it's like i was like okay like you know we're you know we could be friendly at least because i also didn't know what to expect like you know like am i supposed to be besties with my roommate or is it more of like a single white female type situation oh yeah
0: <laughs> just kind of thrown into the situation and making the best of it i mean but i did that and i feel like i feel comfortable in that yeah i don't i know i'm not seeking anything other than that that role from her the mutual respect
1: but it's also just like not knowing like what somebody else is looking to get out of it like you know me i can be like oh yeah like i want to be best friends with my roommate but they're like you know they could still be a good person and still like not have any issues with me but it's like oh like you know
0: it's just not working out
1: yeah like it's just like like i don't see us like becoming really close but like that's the type of person i am so that i'm glad that like things are working out with Alexis and then like they'll work out with my new roommate next year
0: yeah did you go to UConn with the intentions of using their mental health services and like navigating that like did you know because it did happen early freshman year you're like oh I have an appointment with their therapist and it's just convenient timing yeah no i honestly like i feel like one random day i was just
1: like "Mm, i'm gonna use some of these resources (laughs) like i'm I'm paying for them like i honestly like when i was making a decision like oh is their mental health services good did not factor into that like that's not even something i can
0: just discovering it as you need it so
1: yeah but i mean it's just like also like not really wanting to like talk to my parents or like anyone about my mental health it's just, like, kind of just having the, like, being able to just, like, go off on my own and be like, oh, hey, okay, like, I'm... In
0: I'm therapy. <laughs> I started seeing a therapist. Yeah. And then getting on medication and telling your parents was hard, too. Morgan came home for one weekend because her mental health was so bad. Like, you had to email your professors, ask for extensions. But that's just what you do in college. Yeah. And the professors were very accommodating, which was so nice
1: they were and like my school's like dean of students office like got involved like like the good thing that like i would say that uconn's mental health services and like they do have like black therapists and stuff like that it's just that like when initially when i was starting out and she asked me if i'd prefer a black therapist i was like oh like i don't know like i mean it'd be she i was like i mean i think it'll be fine like I just, like, I mean, obviously, like, I knew that I would have preferred one, but I also was, like, kind of scared to speak up. It's, like, this is my first therapy experience I she just, like, and she said it at, like, Let home. it happen to me. Yeah, and it was, like, also our first session when she asked, I'm, like, I don't even really, like, know you yet. Like, I don't know if I could form that trust with you. And it's, like, I felt like I could trust her, but I also feel like I kind of had to censor myself at some point. But it's, like, now, like, with my therapist now, like, I can be, like, completely open with her and, like, just completely talk about, like, anything. Like, the most mundane thing. And she'll just like listening to me
0: just an extra place to help you hold those thoughts yeah the support so this, as you've already said do you think you made the right choice coming here
1: i do and i don't regret coming to yukon like i think if i would have done it differently i mean the location thing that's really not, like that's literally it.
0: an hour drive from the nearest airport all your stuff already living in two houses kind of in different states at that
1: yeah and uh just a little bit more about like my mental health like while i was at school you know like my dad would talk to me about transferring and things like that but it's also like the way that i was feeling it didn't really matter where i was i would kind of be feeling that anywhere because like even the week where i went home like sydney was talking about a little bit before i like still like felt miserable like, cause it's just like I felt like ever, all the responsibilities I had still looming. Like it doesn't go away, even though I took
0: a break. And you had to you had to be honest with yourself to recognize that this is just a problem that is within you and not anything to do explicitly with U- University of Connecticut. Yeah. Moving to UCLA just because you could and you would have gotten in on the transfer portal and. It would have had a new set of problems, but the problems within you were still there. Yeah. What do you wish you knew about UConn before attending? Um,
1: I wish I would have, like, gotten more, I guess, I don't know. Like, the cultural centers here are good, and a lot of people do go to them. The organization of them when we came here was just, like, you know, like, not the best. I mean, at least for me, like, it definitely felt, like, a little bit more clicky than, like, i like really felt comfortable in and it's just like you know people are like you know between like the e board members and just like people that have like already been there like everybody already knows each other and just like trying to navigate that as like a freshman and then it's like also like oh people know each other because they're like from the same state or like they knew each other in high school or whatever it may be i just i don't know like i felt like initially like i kind of just felt like out of place wherever i went
0: at umd i have a similar experience because i went to the Culturally black events at the start of my freshman year to try and meet people, but coming from a wider county in Maryland, oh, you went to you're from PG, I'm from PG, I'm from Moco, oh, I'm from Moco, and it's like you guys already know each other, it's like you have that as a common ground to stand on, whereas I'm already on the outskirts of that, and just growing up, I fell on the outskirts of black culture in general because we're living in the suburbs or we're not actually from baltimore we're not actually from dc we're from crofton in odenton maryland like where are you from and is that part of your identity already missing and then yearning for that in college and not being able to find it at a pwi is upsetting
1: yeah like i definitely like even like throughout like i guess k through 12 like i always felt like connected to my blackness but like I, like, especially, like, being in such a white setting, like, I did feel, like, crap about myself a lot of the time, and, like, you know, like, certain, like, more so, like, when I was younger, I would say, like, probably, like, middle school into, like, freshman year, it's, like, you do certain things because, like, okay, so maybe, like, you know, everybody else is like this, so maybe, like, I should be like this, but just, like, trying to, like, find like my own identity and realize that like certain things are just like what i like like i like pink and i like lana <laughs> del rey and i also like like it, there's just <laughs> that's just what it is like and just like recognizing that it's okay to be like a multifaceted and like you know recognize that you know i like have a lot of different interests and that's okay because i can appeal to a lot of different people and i feel like i see that like here with my friends and like you know like wherever we go i'm gonna have a good time
0: growing up i just always knew i was black it wasn't it didn't matter how i was acting or presented myself i had straight i straightened my hair all the time like i knew i was still black like it didn't matter what i did yeah I just like oh, I just didn't know how to do my hair. Like I'm not, I was, just, I was still black though, <laughs> or like my makeup, and just learning how to present myself oh, in a way oh that I was comfortable with, and just, like my hair is its own process in and yeah. of itself. Like
1: not brushing your hair, just like people just like walking out the house, like getting out the shower, and just like doing nothing, and just like walking out like nothing.
0: And that being the dress code on campus.
1: Yeah, and it's like, uh, all right, well, this isn't really this isn't me
0: i have to put effort into how i look every day and it's still like
1: considered uh i don't know by a lot of people i would say like lesser than or not equal
0: especially since a lot of these people grew up in predominantly white neighborhoods too their standards for black people are exceptionality because that's all they saw in media
1: the good thing about uconn though is like i've been able to like have black professors black female professors at that and like in classes where like it interacts with um talking about like the sociological like standpoints of like racism and like navigating like academia or um just like pre-professional things as a black woman. Being able to talk to my black female professors at UConn about like just what I was going through Like, I, like, was really honest about, like, my professor for, like, um... It's race, gender, and U.S. healthcare. And we were talking about, um, black maternal health. And just, like, we had read an article and read a documentary just about, like, you know, people... Black women and their healthcare experience. And, unfortunately, a black woman who's, like, one of many that has died from, like, birth-related complications and just, like, not being heard. And that's, like, a big part of, if not, like, the backbone of my, like professional career like what I want it to be so just like and just like be also being a black woman and like hearing about those issues in class yeah and it's like luckily like that class is like mainly like black women but still it's just like I don't know just like that feeling doesn't go away but I'm just like I'm glad that I was able to have that experience and like be just like so honest with her about it and I like skip class And she was just like, yeah, like, I get it. Like, you, like, you have a personal stake in it. Like, yeah, you're reading about it. And yes, you care about the issue, but it's like, it could also potentially happen to you. (laughs) Like, the article in particular we were reading about was, like, a black woman that worked at the CDC with, like, maternal health disparities. Oh. So then it's like, you know, and, like, she just This is her
0: life's work, and she's succumbing to it.
1: Yeah, and it just, like, was, like,
0: Jesus, like depressing. It was, like, it
1: was a lot. Like, I think I was texting you during You
0: it. were. Yeah, There's I, certain, um, quotes because she wrote a note saying that she, she thinks it's gonna happen to yeah. her. And it did. Yeah. Doing that in class every week. One of my classes is literally like that, though. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh, this week we're talking about STDs. Black gay men tend <laughs> to get STDs. This week we're talking about um, drug addiction black women tend to be drug addicts being like forced
1: to interact with like i guess the you know the struggles that like the race that you and indirectly we're not
0: this this is a health class and just everything happens to disproportionately affect black people but i'm not in like a black gender class or learning black history Mm -hmm. it's just everything kind of ties back together to it
1: yeah, and, like, I get that, and especially for, like, I feel like that, not so much for this class, because, like, it is race, gender, and it mm-hmm. is healthcare, so, like, the goal of the class is to tell us about those experiences and, like, theories surrounding um, black women in particular, because it's, like, an Africana studies class, but then we also talk about, like, other minorities, mm-hmm. but, like, I mean, of course, like, there are, I've been in classes where it's, like, it's, we're not directly talking about, like, race or racism, But then it, you
0: know, it still comes up and it's still connected to it. Mm -hmm. I've had two black public health professors. And for me, I just, even though I could skip their class and still do well in it and excel, it's just the fact that I'm showing up because I know what it took for them to get here.
1: Yeah. Like I don't, I've never skipped that class. Mm -hmm. Well, except for that one time. But yeah, (laughs) I've never skipped it other than that.
0: How do you feel other UConn students interact with that type of material? Like, how does that make you feel?
1: Like, how does it make me feel, like, when I see that kind of stuff, like, in class? Yes.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: it's definitely hard, because it's, like, like I'm learning about it, and it's, like, I'm taking it in, like, oh, yeah, like, black ma- what mothers are, like, three to four times more likely to die in child or childbirth-related from childbirth related causes but that's like oh like that should could happen to me that could have happened to my mom or my grandmother and it's just like and we were talking about like specifically like I called my mom about this the other day like my mom you know like a lot of black women have uterine fibroids and like my mom had them And it's, like, she became a high-risk pregnancy, like, with me because of them. Seeing, like, the patterns, I guess, in, like, my own experiences. And just knowing that. Yeah, and it's, like, other people don't have that. Yeah, other, like, you know, white women can get uterine fibroids, but it's not, like, disproportionately
0: affecting them. In class, learning this stuff and having to interact with it in ways where you're responding to it and critiquing it and potentially implementing solutions to resolve it in creative ways it has a way of making you rethink things Mm. and reevaluating your position on campus and why you show up to class. Why are you even taking the time to do the assignment? Why are you spending money on school to learn this? Yeah. Because you want to do this with your life and seeing people change their major to interact with content that they're passionate about is interesting is crazy
1: no because i guess it's just like and that's like part of the reason also that i would say like contributes like the mindset that i have it's like you know like i feel the weight of like it's like i feel the weight of like every like black woman that has like dealt with an issue like this and like also just being that like you know like um like my like I guess not like my not my immediate family but like my cousins and like my aunts and stuff like some of them went to college but like a good amount of them didn't and it's like just like all of them like being like oh I'm so proud of you like keep going and stuff like that and then it's like also like while I'm like struggling in my classes and stuff it's just like it's like the they don't put pressure on me but it's just like I feel like I have to live to their expectations and it's like I do but it's like am I doing it just because like I actually am great or it's just like Because I want to. Yeah. So that's definitely a a big thing.
0: Uh Checking in at home. Yeah. And understanding that they're expecting to hear good things yeah they're expecting you to be doing something new with your time or you have a new story to tell
1: even when like even though they do like most of the time like i like they expect to hear good things when i'm telling them about like grades or like how things are going in school or like but it's like just the fact that they like also like welcome the struggles like i can talk to like my dad i don't know my dad is just i don't understand no why but like (laughs) my dad is just always my go-to like when i'm talking about like stress from like college and like things like because that. he gets
0: work stress
1: yeah to that extent i would say and it's like he also like like i don't want to say that i came from nothing but like he came from nothing and then like so like for him to like have made himself successful like i just don't want to disappoint him like i just want him to feel like you know like everything that he's done you know like i'm
0: worth it so you go to class you study a little extra harder you you find time to do research in your day because i don't know how how, like (laughs)
1: tomorrow's like my first day of doing like an hour and 45 minute research visit like twice a week
0: responsibility
1: (laughs) so you know some things are definitely gonna get put on the back burner but um it's not gonna be my mental health
0: and that's what's important that's growth yes
1: bro like prioritizing things appropriately like like I'm saying that out loud and like I know that's right but like am I actually gonna like internalize that is like the real question so you know it's a a work in progress but I definitely feel like honestly I think that like my therapist has like helped me at least like just like she's like just like in a few words just really shown me how to like shift my mindset and realize that like my progress isn't linear and like I'm gonna have like you know some dips here and there
0: but like above all else it's gonna work
1: out
0: and how did you find a community on campus like would you say it's mainly your friends and your
1: therapist um yeah I would say my friends and my my therapist I mean I think I have like a great group of friends here I mean You know, and a lot of them are, being pre-health also does, like, feel good as well, because, it's like, we'll just, like, talk about, like, yeah, like, we're all taking this class, or, like, we all have to do this, or, like, we all, like, have to be involved with stuff, and it's just, like, like, we're busy, but it's, like, just having that shared experience, and, like, feeling like I do have a community with them and like even like within like the frat like you know while I may not be as close with like some of those people I mean there's definitely people in there that I don't like for sure like a hundred percent but you know the people that I do like and just like having them and like being able being surrounded with so many people that like want to do what I want to do
0: that's great is great I've struggled taking these classes where there's difficult topics and not having friends in them. But I, like, to have found friends in, in menial ways and I can support them. Or it's, like, just even reading people's discussion posts and seeing them agreeing with me, even if they might not feel it as closely to heart as I do, it's nice. And another, like, this is a tip, but if you have work where it's, like, oh, choose a topic or write a paper about this and it's not not directly telling you what it has to be or there's not a correct answer, Mm -hmm. make it about something you care about. I just did a project on doula care and how it's going to be benefiting Medicaid recipients, which are mainly Black and Native American women who are disproportionately affected by the maternal mortality rate and the future it has to improve health care, even while not addressing it everything wrong with structural racism yeah. and healthcare. It's still gonna do good things in the meantime. For sure. Is nice to Like I got I got to talk about what I wanted to.
1: Yeah. And classes classes that let you do that are definitely the best. That's one thing that I do like about UConn. Like I feel like I do have a lot of classes here like within my you know, more so like my humanities discipline that I kinda just get to like talk and take classes about things that I like
0: actually care about. And in those classes where I don't directly have friends, hearing other people speak up in class, other black women take space to be like, oh, how did that make you feel? Yeah. I, I respect you mm-hmm. and the space that you hold because, yeah, I didn't evaluate that aspect of it. Or it made me think of this. So how would you describe the overall black experience at UConn?
1: Can I rate it out of like 10? If you want, yeah. Okay, I'm trying to think. I feel like that's, like... What's what's a 10, though? I mean, a 10 would be, like, feeling completely welcome at all times, Mm -hmm. I guess. And I guess that I would say, like, between, like, a 6.5 and 7. Really? Yeah. Like, I can't give it a 10. Like, uh, to me, like, like I can't give it a 10.
0: At UND, I feel like we're very much a 5. Like, it is what you make of it. It could be better. It could be worse. There's exclusion within the black community. There's exclusion outside of it. Yeah. You can make friends with other cultures and experience it that way. Or you can submerge yourself in the whiteness if you want.
1: If I had to rate, like, my overall experience at UConn, well, my overall black experience at UConn, i probably rate it like a 6.5 to 7 like it could definitely be better but like i still feel like i'm able to be happy here
0: the decision like you said you don't regret your decision no so it's it's worth it in some aspects mm-hmm. and you're doing what you have to do to make this experience good and worthwhile
1: yeah, I mean, I feel like there are shitty aspects of, like, every school. Like, no school is perfect, and I just feel like despite all of that, like, I'm still having a good time here. Like, I'm still, like, getting what I need from it academically, but then, like, the social aspect, I still have have that. Like, I feel like, I'm, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything by being here.
0: You're, I, you're able to identify with other black experiences on campus because yeah. you have black friends, you have a, a person of color therapists yeah black teachers like you feel supported and uplifted by your community here at school
1: yeah i mean that's not to say
0: that i don't like <laughs> not feel um don't experience the very real things we've already spoken about yeah but it's
1: mm-hmm. just like despite all that i don't feel like it's like i don't feel it like, like every time i'm on campus or every time like i don't feel that i'm constantly hyper aware there are definitely like moments where i am But I wouldn't say it's, like, something that's on my mind, like, every time I, like, leave the dorm.
0: It's just the bottom line of it all.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just, it is what it is. Like, I'm (laughs) black.
0: (laughs) What advice do you have for admitted and prospective black students who may attend the University of Connecticut?
1: I say, like, find, like, your black friends. Honestly, that's, like, my, that's, like, my biggest piece of advice I mean the academics and things like that especially like if you're in a field where like there's not a lot of you talk to the talk 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 to the other black girls the other minorities that are in the class like it can be awkward and like I mean I think that I'm outgoing I would say for the most part but I definitely do have points where like I get in my head and I'm like should I talk to this person but like nine times out of ten I've found like when I get over that like i'm able to form at least an acquaintance like become an acquaintance with that person or just like you know talk to them in class or you know pass them in the hallway and like and that just like helps you know and like i feel like i'm definitely still like a minority in a lot of my classes but then it's like you know if me and the other girls that are minorities are talking it feels okay
0: there's a mutual (laughs) respect that you guys have shared because you've made the effort to try and be friends yeah it just isn't gonna be any more anything more than what
1: yeah what i mean it's
0: currently the space it currently occupies
1: for me also it's like a lot of the girls or i guess people in general that like i like you know sometimes like i do like cross like with the frat like we'll have friends that are in the frat um and we have classes with them and like you know that's also cool because then it's like oh just like i'm seeing you a little bit more like this semester or this year
0: it's but, gonna fall into a new place yeah
1: and I think that's cool, and I do like that um, part of making friends here. But, yeah, I mean, I, li- I like my crowd here.
0: Anything else to share? Like, how have you found different opportunities on campus? More of a professional type of advice, educational? My thing is just to, like, ugh, it's so generic.
1: <laughs> it's, like, like, and it's, like, it's harder for... Emphasize it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's harder for, like, gen eds. This is more about, like once you find out what you want to do which also side piece of advice like if you don't have know what you want to do come in <coughs> undecided please please come in undecided like cu- like if as long as you have you have two years basically to figure out take classes uh do i like this mm, i absolutely hate it do i like this oh i kind of do like this maybe i need to take a couple more classes to figure it out
0: yeah i've taken i came in with this very specific major And I just kind of glanced at the classes and didn't really look into what each of them would look like and what my day-to-day would be. And so when I switched my major, I'd taken classes I didn't need anymore because I chose to be in that major rather than being undecided and just using the classes for some random Mm -hmm. gen eds if I needed to.
1: Yeah, and it's just, like, it feels more natural that way. Like, if you're just, like, oh, wow, like, so you can say, like, I really have, like, tried everything. Like, I know exactly what I don't want, and I do know what I want, like you know like oh I've taken this class and it was awful like I'm just gonna step away from this field whereas like I do like this so I'm gonna take more classes maybe I'll minor in it or maybe I'll double major it's just you have so many different options so yeah that's professional advice and like that's like talking to your professors like once you get into those classes that you do like like even if you just like talk to them and like you're like okay like this point that you said in class like what a like something personal that you felt from it or like something that you like that they said just like something as simple as that like obviously like I get like this is like sometimes not possible like I have professors like I don't want to ever talk to you. <laughs> I don't like personally like outside of class But it's, like, there will be some, hopefully, that you do, like, like, and want to talk with. And just do it. I mean, talk to them after class. Shoot them an email if you don't really want to talk to them in person quite yet. But just connect with them. And then, you know, maybe that'll develop into, like, oh, hey, there's an internship here that I thought you'd be great for. You know, there's some scholarship or some, I don't know, uh, something, some program or something that I think you would look good for. And, you know, maybe it won't, but either way, like, you'll have that connection with somebody else that you can go to.
0: To add on to that, Sierra, she got a lot of professional development opportunities when her professors would reach out to the class and be like, hey, they need people to work on the set. Who's available for these weeks? They'll fly you out. They'll pay for it. Like, that was what she would have been doing if she Mm -hmm. didn't get the internship. Just random odd jobs that the professors are making an opportunity and that's what I need to start doing because I do like one of this professor one of these professors but in the past my professional relationships with teachers have just been because I'm a good student and they recognize that and they see me in class but in these bigger classes they recognize it but they just don't yeah. know my face yeah like they see
1: the work that you're doing and like they see the effort that you're putting in and,
0: and they're like, reacting to yeah. it they just don't know who you are
1: exactly and then it's like once you do make that connection like a professor just even like knowing your name was like a big thing in like a lecture class of like 200 people i personally think it's a flex yeah no it's a major flex like you walking <laughs> into class waving at the professor like hey we just met up yesterday like it's to review organic chemistry but like you helped <laughs> me like you see that i'm putting in the effort good morning for this class exactly You know, and it like it doesn't always have to be so forced. Like even it's like it's not like you have to like become besties with your professor, but just like acknowledge that like working relationship. Okay, they understand, they respect what you're, you respect what they're doing, and they can respect that you're putting effort in, even if you don't understand it, even if you're not doing the best, even.
0: This is their life's work.
1: Yeah, and you can well. Uh, well, yeah, but like, they can just see that, like, you know, you're taking the time to interact with the material and getting taking time to actually learn
0: it. in such a big class, it's not all for nothing. Yeah, people yeah. are gonna use this, people are using this. Yeah, we appreciate you, Perf- faculty. We appreciate you, yeah, yeah, <laughs> faculty. Shout out to the tuition, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Morgan, thank you for being on the podcast. Of course. I love course. this. Future Dr. Tut. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> this episode Dr. is sponsored by her
1: by her frat. Thank you. Shout out Sigma Theta Alpha.
0: Roll Huskies. Yes, you hopefully you got- won
1: the championship tomorrow.
0: Okay. That is the end of this episode and potentially the entire podcast. Woo! Thank you guys again for listening. School is out of session. Thank you for listening to the final episode of Black to School. Overall, just like the other schools we talked about, UConn has its faults and its positives. I'd like to say their mental health services did a great deal for Morgan, but that's also not to negate the fact that there are some race issues on campus. In our discussion, we often alluded to how the strong Black woman narrative has made an impact on us personally. Feeling pressure from within to succeed and have it all together all the time has made our college careers even more challenging. We want to make societal changes that uplift the Black community, and knowing how far we have to go to make a difference is overwhelming. This leads me to a hypothesis about the intertwining of Black mental and physical health. This hypothesis is known as John Henryism. John Henryism states that the low socioeconomic resources and psychosocial stressors, such as discrimination, causes individuals to cope by exerting high levels of effort. This ultimately leads to cardiovascular issues and hypertension. To put it into layman's terms, we work extra hard to combat stereotypes and the low socioeconomic capital that we have. long-term effects of our hard work and excessive effort to combat racial discrimination and achieve our aspirations are negative on our health. We talk a lot about how we need to start taking care of ourselves now to be better equipped to take care of ourselves in the future. Over the course of these episodes, the common thread is black mental health. College is stressful, But being black in a supposedly woke society on a college campus is extremely stressful. When deciding where to go to school, your selection comes down to these factors. Location, size, academics, cost, and how comfortable you will feel there. We have discussed the nuances of our personal situations at these schools in depth. But remember, our experiences are not indicative of what yours could be diversity is important to you do not attend a pwi with less than a quarter of the student body being a minority group also do not choose a school because of what other people think about it choose a school because you want to go there not choose a school based off of prestige other influences familiar legacies or how it's advertised on the website You will be there for four years, and this is a big decision, but I promise you are equipped to do it. Your happiness should not be sacrificed for your education, and remember that as you enter college. I hope Black to School has given you some insight on the Black experience and how it differs based on location, distance from home, extracurriculars, and more. Thank you for being on this journey with me, and I hope you enjoyed it. Let's just say... School is out of session for summer vacation. Bye.